Stop shooting all over yourself because take should or what if out of your vocabulary because there is no should. A practice is a practice and it's as individual as you are. So if you want to do your gratitude while standing on your head, do it. If you want to do your gratitude while you know, driving your car, that's fine too. There are no rules to gratitude other than having gratitude, being grateful. That's the only rule. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have speaker and author, Marla Goldberg. She has uh, written the book called My Effing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path. And uh, we're here today to talk about self-love, about gratitude, and uh, most probably a little bit about Bali since we both had the experience of going there. And uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll have a lot of fun. Marla, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you, Georgie, and I am grateful for being here. Thank you. So let us know a little bit more about you, about, about what you're doing. Okay, so I'm a lot of things uh, because I'm also an energy healer trained in 24 different modalities, uh, intuitive, along with being a speaker and teacher. Uh, I am also host of Guided Spirit Conversations podcast and, like you said, best-selling author of my latest book, My Effing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path. Beautiful, beautiful. Now that, you, that we got to know you a little bit, Let's go, let's go deeper. And uh, first thing that I wanted to ask you is what is gratitude for you? How do you define it? Oh, wow. I love gratitude. I, gratitude is everything and everywhere uh, for me. When I was younger, uh, before stepping down my spiritual path, I didn't realize how truly ungrateful and entitled I was. I, you know, I acted, my behavior was. And when I became an energy healer, when I started going down this path, and as I grew in this role, um, gratitude to me is everything. I have a gratitude uh, practice in the morning, every morning, and I have a gratitude practice as I go to bed. And what I've realized is that absolutely everything for me, I mean, as simple as having a toothbrush, having a, a really nice roof over my head, having toothpaste. I mean, I'm grateful for it all. If, if there's, um, you know, beautiful cloud formations, it just opens me up. And what I have found that since having this gratitude practice, that I am just more appreciative of everything that I have in my life and every experience, positive and perceived negative, that I have to go through. Hmm. I definitely share that experience. And yeah, it 
really changes that stuff and it, ch it really changes how how we live how do you feel how how differently do you feel now uh compared to when you weren't feeling grateful how how do you perceive life how do you live life in comparison well so compared to i'll go with the old way i was not you know i wasn't happy i wasn't joyful uh, now i'm I wake up happy every day. I sing. I, I I I move with just happiness and bliss that I didn't have before. That's more probably the biggest um, shift that I could share, because um, now the simplest things make me really happy. It doesn't have to be big. They don't have to be giant acts. It could be something as small as somebody giving me a flower. Um, off the street, you know, or off a bush, and it just it makes me smile, and and I'm I'm so grateful that somebody would think enough of me to give me something, whatever mm -hmm. it might be. That's so nice, and yeah, life is actually made up of these small moments, and sometimes we we forget to to appreciate them for for different reasons, but. When we do, it's it's really like even the, the small things like these that they can have a really big impact on us and can really make us feel amazing. But I also wanted to ask you, how did you find gratitude? Like not just the the idea of it, like the the concept, but actually experiencing it deeply for the first time oh that is a great question that is a really great question um i don't know when it happened because the, the shift was very subtle for me and as i i think it was i just kept incorporating more and more gratitude into my life and saying i was grateful for all my circumstances even if i get stuck in a traffic jam I'm grateful because I just assume spirit's keeping me safe from being in an accident or from having something happen. But when I finally realized how grateful I was for the life that I'm now living, um, God, it had to be years ago, but I remember just looking around me and just feeling so happy for the life that I'm leading. And, and that's when I realized about all the big things and even more importantly, all the small things, because I think it's the small things that really have a larger impact on us than the big things, if, if one pays attention. Um, and, I, and then I just looked around me and I just realized how happy I had been for a long period of time and how happy I currently am in my situation. Mm. that's quite interesting and uh, yeah I believe that it's it's very similar to to our experience as well like how we perceive life and how we perceive the experience of it and this is this is what what actually changes and uh, the, the most powerful powerful part basically it is, and it, I, I hate to use this analogy because someone will go, really? But it's either like weight loss or weight gain. It happens slowly, and it's accumulative. 
So you, you know, the weight comes off accumulatively, like you just don't lose 20 pounds overnight. It happens. You don't gain 20 pounds overnight. That's the same analogy I have about realizing, you know, when you bring gratitude into your life, like how it accumulates and it builds up and all of a sudden you realize, wow, I am just so happy and I'm grateful for the place I'm in. Hmm. I know it's a weird analogy, but no, it's the one think, that came to. I think it's great because it's very visual. Like we can, we can all relate. We all lost some pounds and uh, we gained some pounds and we can really see it. We can really understand how it is because the, the the hard part about these kinds of concepts is that they aren't visual like if someone is successful on the outside for instance if they have like a big house or a fancy car you can see that but with these things it's something that's deeper that's not always visible and um, i think it's always great to have these kinds of analogies uh, so that we can actually see uh, and actually make a comparison with something real that we can we can feel we can uh, touch and I think that's that's actually a great idea and a great way of seeing gratitude and how how it impacts us in time. Thank you. <laughs> my my pleasure. <laughs> um, so. What I also wanted to to get to uh, in our time together is what you're doing each morning and each um, each night before going to bed. Like, what what is your gratitude routine? So my the first thing I do, um, and I usually do this when I'm walking my dog. So I'm like one of these people that look like I'm talking to myself, but I believe in praying out loud. And I have a very long prayer uh, practice. But the first part is I always, you know, say something to the effect of, um, I greet you, Spirit, with love, joy, and gratitude, grateful for everything that I have in my life. I'm grateful for my family, my friends, my loving pet companions, the roof of my head, the clothes on my back, the food that I eat, the things that I do, the places I'm able to go. And then I break it down into... Um, I'm grateful for spirit, for my education, my spiritual education, because I know that I'm always supported by spirit. And then I go into the breaking down my gratitude. And it's like slices of pie. So I have my business slice, and I get into the gratitude of my business. Then I go into the gratitude of prosperity and abundance, of health, of my my family, you know, my husband, kids, etc. And then I, again, go back to spirit and how I'm grateful for the guidance I receive and that I'm grateful for everything that I've had to experience and endure in my life positive and perceived negative for it has helped to form me into who I am and I bring that piece in because I find it to be really important in being grateful for the perceived negative things we've had to experience because it that's where the growth is that's where the richness is if we can learn our lessons sooner, then our growth happens sooner. That if we don't learn our lessons, we have to keep repeating them. And then that means we have to deal with more perceived negative stuff that comes into our life. And then I go into the rest of my prayer segment. And then before I go to bed, 
you know how they used to say count sheep or count your teeth to go to fall asleep? I count my gratitude. And I just go through my head going, oh, I'm grateful that this happened. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful, whatever the gratitude might be. And it's, I just go through my head about my day and all the things that I was grateful for as I fall asleep. That's beautiful. To be honest, it's, it's one thing that I cannot do. Like when I'm really tired and I want to sleep, I, I've tried thinking about the things that I'm grateful for, but <laughs> I somehow fail to, um, to concentrate on them. Uh, do you have any tricks for, for doing this at night before uh, actually uh, when we are trying to sleep and uh, it's harder for us to do it? Here's what I say. If you can fall asleep by, by the moment you put your head on the pillow, God bless, go with God. It's a great thing. But if you need a couple of minutes to wind down, then you just, you know, when your light goes out, even if you say one thing that you're grateful for, I'm grateful for my day. I'm grateful for my podcast with Georgian. I'm grateful, you know, that, that whatever I'm, you know, that I had a great session with my client. As long as you get, you know, one thing out in your mind, and you, even if you fall asleep halfway through it, you're still in the middle of a, a gratitude practice. That's so, so true. Yeah, so you don't have to put any quantifiers on it, like I have to have five minutes of this, or I have to say 15 things. Even if you get half of one thing out, spirit knows you're grateful because you're about to say that you're grateful, and then you doze off. And then I feel that you have the most beautiful dreams when you, when you go to sleep with gratitude. Hmm. I love that. And I think that that comes from uh, from self-love, from having compassion to yourself and not to like to, to give yourself the freedom to do things as you feel, as they work for you, right? Yeah, well, it's always subjective. Everything is different for everybody else. What works for me, you might scratch your head and go, really? <laughs> Or vice versa. But it has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that It works for me in my life, and what works for you works for you. And, you know, having whatever you're grateful for, whatever your practice is, there's no judgment. It, you make it your own. It's like your fingerprint. And, that's a, and that's how I look at it. Yeah, it's a beautiful idea and, and a very empowering one because we think we must do things in a certain way. And... Uh, If we, if we don't do them, some people actually have a tendency not to do them just because they know that they cannot do them how they should, have, should be done somehow, you know? I do, and I'm going to say for your audience, stop shooting all over yourself because take should or what if out of your vocabulary because there is no should. A practice is a practice, and it's as individual as you are. So if you want to do your gratitude while standing on your head, do it. If you want to do your gratitude while you know, driving your car, that's fine too. There are no rules to gratitude other than having gratitude, being grateful. That's <laughs> the only rule. That's perfect. That's perfect. And I'm hoping that it's, it's liberating for, for many of our listeners knowing that 
they can actually do it however they feel like and uh sure there are all kinds of ideas and uh i'm happy that we have had so many different ways of practicing gratitude on the podcast that you definitely have um many many ideas from which to choose from or that you can combine to create something new and i think this is one of the wonderful things that we are able to do as humans to combine different ideas and to create something new something better something that that fits our own fingerprint like you said it <laughs> it's true that's my belief so and, and there are so many ways there are more ways so there's an expression in america that carter has pills so it means that you can have a thousands of different ways of gratitude but whatever works for you whatever feels good for you that's the one that i suggest you embrace and if you hear one that somebody else does and you like it see if it it feels good for you to do it the most important thing is like nike says just do it <laughs> that's nice that's nice that's very liberating and um yeah it's, it's beautiful so um i'm wondering if if you see a connection between self-love and gratitude i think that yes and self-acceptance because before people get to self-love you need to learn how to accept yourself you know with the, with the duality of life with the positive and negative we all have positive traits and we have perceived negative traits and i say perceived because what i think is negative you may think is nothing or vice versa and i think that it all goes hand in hand because when you feel joy and when you feel you, you you start to feel happiness when you feel happiness there's more acceptance in my opinion of of the circumstance of who you are what you are which then brings you to the self love piece because when you accept yourself whether you you know maybe somebody thinks that they're too tall too short too fat too thin but when you sit there and say, but this is who I am, and inside I am a great person, and I'm supportive, and I'm loving, and I'm funny, and I'm smart, then that's, that's what it's about. And being grateful for the attributes that you have, even the perceived negative ones. I talk about uh, Debbie Ford's book, uh, oh, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, which I love that book because it talks about your subpersonalities, duality. And, you know, learning because, you know, people project things onto us. So, for example, uh, Georgianne, if I would say something like, I think you're really aggressive, and you took that to be negative and you bristled, there's a positive part to that. And that is sometimes we need to be aggressive to get what we need done done. And so then that turns the negative perception of it into something positive. And then aren't you grateful you have this ability to be aggressive to get something taken care of that you need to take care of for your highest, highest and best good. Mm, it's, it's very empowering because that, that makes you feel like it makes you not uh, fight it anymore. And what's the sense of fighting it? It's like a, a salmon going upstream. There's no reason to fight it, you know, because we're not put here to, to have struggles 
we're here to learn and we have struggles so we can learn from them or challenges. But it, in my opinion, we're also here to, to live a divine life and the divine life is one that's easier. And it's almost like if you learn the rules to having an easier life and gratitude is a huge part of that, then you have the easier life and things tend to flow more. Exactly. It's actually my experience as well. Like, I feel that I have an easier life thanks to working on different things uh, from my past. And also, of course, by practicing gratitude, things, like you said, flow easier and more beautifully. I've actually had some recent changes in schedule that... Uh, that were like very improbable but they they were perfect in perfect in timing and it's it's just amazing how how things fall into place sometimes it's wow yeah it's it's kismet so kismet is a, a yiddish word meaning it's meant to be it's just is exactly exactly and talking about that it it reminds me of the people in Bali and how how they live their life in in this manner. Like I I remember how, how like you said before uh, going live how how they they are so heart centered and living in the present moment. How has been how has how has it been for you? Like how um, has the experience there changed you and what are you grateful for when it comes to the experience in Bali? Well, I mean, what am I not grateful for in Bali? First, I'm grateful for being in Bali because it is one of the most beautiful, though very humid, places on earth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very, very humid. But the people, I mean, just their attitudes. So the Balinese culture is so full of tradition and so full of ceremony. and these people have ceremonies for everything and their calendar only goes 210 days. So it's not unusual for people to get married on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. You know, in America, you know, most of the time people get married on Saturday, Sunday, and now Friday nights. Some people will get, you know, run to the justice of the peace during the week, but for the most part, it's traditional. But in Bali, the ceremony is, everything is, is beautiful. And the way they, they put their attention to things, even they do an offering, a gratitude offering every morning. And that is one of my favorite things to witness because they have an offering basket. It's a tiny basket and they put flowers and fruit and food, sweets and rice and all these, these items to say, I'm grateful for this. And they, they put it to Ganesh with incense, and there's a prayer ceremony that goes along with it. And it's exquisitely beautiful. And they do this, some people do it once a day, some people do it more than once a day, but I find it to be so exquisite that I had to bring home a, 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 one of those prayer pedestals so I could learn how to do this at home. Mm, that's beautiful, that's beautiful. What our listeners might might not know is that they they do this uh, every day, and they put the offering um, 
like at the doorstep of their house or the business. So uh, one thing to know if you're going to buy it, it's to make sure that you don't uh, go over them. Like you might <laughs> uh, find them on, on the um, pavement. And uh, yeah, it's it's something amazing to see them everywhere. Like I've actually seen them in air in the airport. Yes. Like they were they were like Gucci and all kinds of big brands like these that had shops there, and still they kept their tradition and they 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 did this offering there as well. And it was such a beautiful. Um, combination between the new like the the western culture somehow and also their tradition and i thought that was beautiful it is beautiful and i i mean there's so many I mean, they celebrate the new moon they celebrate the full moon so if you go to a purification temple people line up on the new moon and the full moon to do their praying and there's always gratitude that goes along with it because everyone brings gratitude baskets um, or offerings, and sometimes they're really large, sometimes they're small, but they pile them one on top of the other as you're going through the fountains so that you're showing gratitude for the prayers being answered or being the prayers being heard. Hmm. That's beautiful. Like, I, I remember how, how simple they live and how, how in touch they are with nature, with um, how how generous nature is with them because to be honest like it's it's really the 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 vegetation is really rich there oh it's so rich it's beautiful yeah you feel like you're you're in the forest somehow like there's so much nature that you feel that there's more vegetation than there are uh, buildings and uh, people and so and it's 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 really beautiful and it's not unusual for for households to have their own little rice paddy, so they grow their own rice, and then and the rice tradition is so that that alone is beautiful to watch the rice growing, and then when they reap, you know they sow the their their rice and how they get the rice kernels off of the plants and how they dry it. I mean, each phase of it has got its own form of awe and amazement, in my opinion. I love that. I haven't seen that, but uh, it's a really beautiful part that uh, that it's still left to explore there in in Bali. So um, let us know a little bit about your book. Um, so my book, my effing long journey to loving myself: a guide to a shorter path, is semi autobiographical. So it's the story of my life um, before I learned my what I call my TTTs, tips, tools, and techniques. And afterwards, and how, how, so I have in the back of the book, 14 TTTs. And what I do is, as I'm writing the book, I interject what I would have used if I would have had these tips, tools, and techniques at my fingertips earlier in my life. And then once I did start going down my spiritual path and learning these and incorporating them into my life, how it shifted my life. And... It is, um, yeah. My goal, my my my. What is my mission? Thank you. My mission is to help someone learn to release anger, stress, forgiveness, 
learn how to forgive others and themselves faster than I did so that they could get on you know, a happier trajectory in their life earlier than I did on mine. And then learning self-acceptance, as I like to say, warts, wrinkles, and all, and ultimately self-love and living in a place of self-love where you do things to honor yourself. We are our own worst judges and worst critics, and I don't think anybody could ever talk to us as badly as we talk, talk to ourselves. Mm. And if we could just learn to be more loving and gentle when we talk to ourselves and more forgiving of, of things that we might that we judge ourselves on, it would make your life just happier and make you happier as an individual. And that's what my mission is to help those learn to get into this place sooner. Hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I think that this comes from a, from a great place of generosity and of compassion for other people, knowing that you've been through something and you really don't want other people to have to go through such a long journey to, to get to where you are right now. And uh, thinking about our journey, who are the people on your journey that you're, that you're grateful for? I'm sorry, one more time, Georgian? Yeah, sure. So who are the people in your life on, on your journey that you're grateful for? Yeah, I'm grateful for every single one of them. I mean, on a daily basis, I'm grateful for my husband because... I I have a relationship that I'd always wanted, a kind of relationship I always wanted and didn't know even existed. Um, so I'm always grateful, but I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful for them all, and I'm I'm saying the ones that broke my heart, that brought me to my knees, because eventually I learned from it, and the learning is is where the growth takes place, and in the growth, in the lessons, are the gifts and opportunities. And you just have to look and you and find them. Um, but my, I, my, you know, if it's one person, it's my husband. But absolutely every relationship I've ever experienced in my life, positive and perceived negative, I'm grateful for, because it all helped me to become the person who I am today. And I'm grateful that I'm heart centered and I'm loving and I'm compassionate and I'm supportive. And I never do anything with intentional ill. Um, with anything ill behind it. I don't, you know, I'm not premeditated. I don't try to hurt people. I, I, I like to think I live a very heart-centered life, very much like the Balinese, <laughs> you know, and come from a really good place and a sincere place. Beautiful, beautiful. So we're nearing the end of our time together. And I wanted to ask you, where can our audience find you? Where can they see your work? Well, if you would like to check out my website, I'm at www.marlagoldberg.net, and that's G-O-L-D-B-E-R-G, like the TV show in the United States, <laughs> marlagoldberg.net. If you want to email me, I'm at marla at M, like Marla, G, like Goldberg, healer, H-E-A-L-E-R.com. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for, for being here with us and for sharing so many beautiful insights and so much gratitude. Thank you. Thank you, Georgie, and I'm so grateful to be here and I'm grateful for you doing this amazing show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
Hey Gratitude Seeker, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.